the amount of water. I read different things. Oh, I used to drink them out. This when I started actually trying to do the amount that that you you know that you suggest, it's it's like mind shattering because it's a huge amount of water. Which at first I was like, this is a pain in the ass. But then I started to realize I'm like really dehydrated a lot. And then, of course, you have the added benefit is that when you're drinking water, you're, you know, you have that full sensation. What is up, my friend, and welcome to the Dan Go Show. I'm your host, Dan Go, coach to high-performing entrepreneurs and professionals. And what we do at the Dan Go Show is tease out the best practices of the highest-performing entrepreneurs in the world while sharing cutting-edge, evidence-based information to help you become healthier and wealthier. So if that's what you're into, you're in the right place. Click that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so every time one of my episodes goes live, you'll be the first to know. What is up and welcome to the podcast. And in this one, I have my friend and also client. His name is Bill. And uh, and Bill had gone through our uh, high performance uh, founder coaching program, uh, especially, and this is actually for his body. He had dropped 30 pounds and started to see his abs again, or actually not even again, started to see his abs for the first time at 52 years old. Can you imagine that? 52 years old. So with this uh, particular uh, interview, we want to kind of tease out like what worked for Bill, uh, what he's doing to sustain the results that he got. And it also kind of like goes into a little bit of our system and and why it works. So, uh, you know, aside from that, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we want to come from like where Bill was uh, before he actually started on his program and kind of talk about uh, where he was and where he is right now and all the things that led him to dropping 30 pounds and being able to see his abs for the first time. So without further ado, uh, please uh, join me in welcoming Bill to the podcast. Hey, what's up? And welcome. We have Bill on the podcast and Bill has been a client for about a good 16 weeks. And he uh, had posted a photo to uh, our little training app, which just blew my mind away. And uh, and and Bill, I think uh, you're you're over fifty right now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say your exact age. Don't want to blow you out like that. But you're over fifty, and then started to see your abs again. Um, we'll we'll share the uh, the the link to the actual uh, picture on the show notes, but over 50, starting to see your abs again, doing it in a way that's kind of like conducive to your lifestyle. And I want to kind of like tease out how exactly we got there in the first place. So, uh, you know, before getting into it, Bill, can you uh, tell us, can you introduce yourself first and uh, tell us uh, what is it that you do? Great. Thanks a lot, Dan. I'm very happy to be here with you. Uh, yeah, my name is Bill. I'm 52. And um, I, uh, you know, married three kids, uh, lived, you know, grew up in New York, but I lived in a few different places in between. Um, I live in Florida now. And, um, you know, I got to correct you on one thing, Dan. I haven't seen my abs again. I'm seeing my abs for the first time. Oh, no way. Yeah I, mean, yeah. I was always, I was never like, like totally out of shape, but I was always that kind of like, you know, b- back in my day, they would call you, oh, you're like the husky kid yeah. or the kind of chunky kid. You know, I was I was never like super, super fit. Whoa. But I went through some stages in my 30s where I used to run a lot. So I was I was pretty active. 
And um, I just, what brought me to you guys was I was really focused on my weight and my just overall health over the last two years. Went through a lot of just stuff, personal life, career-wise, whatever. Nothing really tragically bad, just a lot of stuff. And I looked around, I saw a lot of my friends and people I know that are in my age group. And it's just kind of like, yeah, that's just the way it is. You get a little older, you get, you know, whatever dad bod or whatever you you know want to call it, you know, and you start drinking more beer and more bourbon and, you know, what's the big deal? That's just the way it is. And I just, I just said, no, I don't, I don't want that to be me. I, I did a lot of work on my own where I was, you know, I was down 15 pounds up a little bit, but I got to the point where whatever I was doing wasn't just getting me kind of over the hump, I would say. And that's when, you know, I, I stumbled upon you on Twitter decided to look at, you know, one of your videos and I said, the heck with it. Let's just, let's just do it. And I'm really, really happy that I did. I didn't realize that the, that was the first time that you saw your abs. Like how, how tripped out were you to, to see your abs for the first time? It was really weird to be honest with you because I've never been uh, like, like super into, you know, looking a certain way or whatever, yeah. but it was pretty cool. And, and, and you're right. When I kind of put those photos next to each other, I said, wow, that's, you know, and like I said early on, Dan, you know, there was a few times where I was just kind of getting frustrated. Yeah. And then after, you know, a few weeks when I saw some real results, I said, all right, I guess this Dan guy knows <laughs> what he's talking about. There's some method to the madness. Yeah, uh, 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 I would say there's a little bit of method to the madness. Uh, still a little madness in there for sure. Um, so what would you say was like the, the main trigger that got you to start taking your health seriously then? Well, I was always, I, I always wanted to be sort of a healthy person. You know, I've, I've never been like totally, you know, out to the extreme in that regard. But I just, you know, it's funny, Dan. I actually remember, I can't remember the exact date, but I remember during, you know, it was during COVID, I guess, or early on with COVID. And I'm sitting at home watching TV. I watch a lot of college football. And I was, I went to get up out of the chair. And I did one of those like old fat man moves. I was like, wow, like kind of, and I said, no, this is crazy. This is insane. And I, you know, I got on the scale and I was over 200 pounds. And for somebody my height, that's a lot of weight. And so I think that was probably the, the, the trigger. It wasn't like I had some like major health scare or anything. But, um, but then also, you know, it's funny, Dan, because you talk a lot about just sort of whole body and mentality and psychology. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. The other big thing for me is honestly alcohol. You know, I, I, I'm a drinker, not, 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 no, no big problems. But a lot of people in my family have really struggled with alcohol. And I've always convinced myself that, you know, it's no big deal. You know, a few beers here, a few beers there. But they definitely add up. So when you're trying to look at like your your body and like losing weight or getting more fit. Those were a lot of empty calories that the two things kind of coalesced together. I was, I was focusing on my body, but also just focusing on, you know, just being more mindful of, you know, alcohol and other things that aren't so great for your body. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, the thing I realized about alcohol, uh, I drink alcohol as well. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lover of old fashions. That's like, I wouldn't say it's my kryptonite. I just love it. And, um, but the thing about alcohol is, is that uh, it does cause a lot of people to, I guess you could say like overdo it to a very large extent, you know, to go from like one beer to three to four to whatever it is. And and also what people don't realize about alcohol as well is that uh, it can, it can have a massive effect on your energy, your mood, 
uh, the weight, kind of like your brain as well. Like, uh, you know, I know that if I go over two drinks uh, the next day, I'm, I'm going to start to get a little bit of a hit on my focus, on my energy and, and things like that. So what kind of things did you do around alcohol um, to moderate it? And and yeah, let's start from there. What, what did you do to moderate yeah. your alcohol intake? Yeah. Yeah. So that's great, Dan. I'm just chuckling because I remember like early on before I signed up with you guys, I'd read some of your posts on Twitter and, uh, you know, you use some you know harsh language sometimes, with I, which, you know, isn't sort of my style, but I, I laugh at it because that's the way normal people talk anyway. <laughs> but you had posted something about like, you know, if your Friday and Saturdays, you know, consist of being drunk and waking up late and being tired, you know, that's not good. You know, that's, you know, for your body. And it was something to that effect. Yeah. So I realized that too. Again, I would, you know, two, three beers, right? No big deal. But the next morning I'd kind of be sluggish. You know, I wouldn't be hung over, but I'd really be sluggish. So I said early on, like when I was really trying to be very regimented with the program, I said, well, I can't, I can't drink the night before one of my workouts because I'm just going to, it's not going to be as productive. So that was a big thing. But then also it was honestly the calorie, mm. the cal, you know, when, when you guys set me up with my calorie target, again, in my mind, I was telling myself, I, you know, I'm good. I, I, I'm really pretty disciplined about what I eat. But then when you're looking at, you know, you have whatever, 500 calories left for the day. And I could burn that in two or three beers, you know, no, I, I, you know, so that, so it was the combination of those two things. And then over time I'd have, you know, a week or, you know, two weeks where I hadn't drunk, drank at all. I felt pretty good, you know, and it's not like I was missing anything really, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so that's, that's kind of how it worked for me. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so you went from 200, your lowest, uh, was about like 170. Uh, I, I remember we talked about this on, on message as well. Like, uh, we were yes. messaging each other. You're like, yo, we're going to about to hit 175. I'm like, dude, I think you could like go past that. Like, I, I'm pretty sure you can go past that. And then lo and behold, you got down to like 170. Um, so what do you feel are like the biggest observations from, you know, dropping the 30 pounds off of your body? Like, how did you feel back then? And how do you feel now? Yeah, it's uh, it's really crazy. You're right. That was right before. It was actually right before my birthday, and it happened to be also like uh, I was getting together with some old college people. Thirty years, yeah. you know, some of these people I hadn't seen in thirty years, and so it wasn't like I was targeting that date, but it was just a nice confluence. And yeah, I was one seventy five, which one seventy five I hadn't been that weight since college, mm. and then yeah, I think the la- the lowest was one seventy one, which you know, I don't even know when uh, I was last that way. The biggest, um, so it's interesting, like a few things. So first of all, there's a few, like a lot of comments from people that haven't seen me in a while. Like, wow. You know, and some of them are like good and bad. Some like, geez, you know, you okay. You have cancer or something, Skinny, you know? And then, that uh, kind of thing, right? yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, cause some, like I, I said at the beginning, you know, a lot of my friends are, you know, my age, but they're, they're overweight yeah. and that's just like normal. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And so there was that, but then there were a lot of people that, were really like a few of my sisters, they were like, wow, you look great. And, you know, they also are on this constant like fitness weight journey. And so they start to like ask me questions about, well, what did you do? You know, what are you doing? Um, so I think I was telling you, you know, but one, my one sister I'm very close with and she sent me a Christmas card, a birthday card. She said, oh, you know, happy birthday. And as Dan Go would say, go celebrate with an extra workout, you know, <laughs> that was pretty cool. But um, 
But yeah, I think it was that. And then uh, just physically, I have to get new clothes, yeah. which is really weird. I mean, um, I was always going in the opposite direction. You know, I was trying to wear that suit or that pair of pants, even though it was kind of ready to burst at the buttons, but uh, literally. And uh, now, you know, it's the other way. So, and I, so I, the last thing I'd say, Dan, is, you know, again, I've never been like real focused on having like a beach body or anything, but yeah. I am really proud of what I've been able to accomplish. Yeah. Amazing. Have you noticed any changes with, um, say, focus and productivity uh, within your work life? I would say maybe maybe a little bit. I, I think I'm less um, I'm less I'm definitely less tired in in the afternoons where I was always uh, those always the a tough part of the day for me. But um, I wouldn't say a huge change. I think because just the rest of life is still there. You know, it's I have a stressful job. I have you know a stressful household sometimes. Yeah. You know, but uh, but the nice thing is you know and again you know going. You, know, you you have this very nice sort of whole body approach to things. And I, I feel a lot more calm and at peace. And I've changed a lot of habits. Like at the end of the day, instead of saying, God, what a freaking tough day. I'm going to crack a few beers open. You know, I kind of put my phone down I go for a little walk, you know, kind of chill. And um, that's really helpful. I mean, it's just helpful mentally for me. That's huge. That's huge. And I, I wouldn't even call that like a small change, um, especially for the people who are listening to this right now. Like stress is something that we go through every single day, especially when you're when you're a high achiever as well. You're pushing the needle. You have a family. You want to be there as 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 much presently as humanly possible. Like these things are are stressful. You know, like these things are are actually like pretty stressful, and to feel an absence or not an absence, I would say, but like to feel a little bit more peace, to feel, uh, to actually go into like more healthier behaviors, which is like walking instead of drinking, that's mm-hmm. massive. And over the course of another like 50 years of your life that you're going to be living, I mean, that, that shit compounds, it compounds over time. And, uh, and yeah, man, you know, especially with these like changes that I see, like all my, all my clients make and yourself in general, it's like, these things are so gradual. We don't realize them when we're going through them. And it's only like we have to like look back and be like, oh, shoot. I like I have a I have a little bit more peace right now. You know, I'm a little bit more chill, uh, a little bit more energetic throughout the afternoon. And all these things like we, we look at them as like such these small, these small changes. But then they're just so compounding. Like this is like the, the, the literal uh, effect of compound interest before your body. Um, yeah, it's something that, that I'm super excited about. I'm glad that you were able to experience it. Now, you know, going through what you went through, you, know, you dropped a good 30 pounds. I, I checked your lowest weight. It was 170.2. Uh, it's fantastic. And um, what would you say is your top, uh, I would say, three to five uh, tips? You know, if someone were in your position that you were in before, let's just say it's like your friend from college. And they're like, they're not making fun of you. They're saying, Bill, uh, please tell me what I need to do and make it as simple as humanly possible. What would you say to them uh, for them to get started? That's a great question. What I would say is, first of all, you know, get some help. Uh, The way I look, you know, kind of Dan, it's like, you know, we're all smart people and we think we know everything. I, I mean, I think I know everything, you know, and 
that's was really holding me back from frankly signing up with you guys or someone like this earlier. I know calories. I know I don't need help. Well, the reality is even very smart, successful people, you need help. You hire accountants, you hire lawyers for certain things. You, uh, you know, you, you, you know, you sure you could, you know, uh, do a lot of things on your own, but you, you need help in, in areas we all do. Yeah. And so what I, what I do you say people, you know, you should really get, you know, whether it's a trainer, whether it's, you know, some, some app that, that you like really a lot. Um, you know, certainly I, you know, I throw your name around, yeah. but get, get some help. That's because for me, I was doing a lot of stuff on my own, but I just wasn't getting, uh, past that hurdle. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and, and this is why I just laughed, Dan, because a lot of the things you talk about are just like so basic that it, it reminds me, I frankly, it reminds me of my mom and dad. I mean, they would tell you very, very basic stuff and, you know, but you don't follow it, even though it's so freaking basic. <laughs> so what I would say is I would get help, but then, you know, water, water, water for me. I mean, it's, it's just weird. I mean, the amount of water, I read different things. Oh, I used to drink them out this when I started actually trying to do the amount that, that you, you know, that you suggest it's, it's like mind shattering. Cause it's a huge amount of water, which at first I was like, this is a pain in the ass. But then I started to realize I'm like really dehydrated a lot. And then of course you have the added benefit is that when you're drinking water, you're, you know, you have that full sensation. Um, cardio. I was always a big, big, like cardio guy. I tried to run, try to swim, blah, blah, blah. We, you know, almost all of us, God, God willing, God, God bless. Um, we have two legs and it doesn't take a lot of training or equipment to just walk. Yeah. And all sorts of other, other benefits, like you said, walking in nature mm-hmm. and just meditating or whatever, but just, just, I mean, walking and, um, you know, that would, that's a big one for me because I think it's very simple to do and it's simple to track whether you have a Fitbit or any of these other devices, if you have a phone, just stick it in your pocket and, you know, just, you can track very simply. Um, the other big thing I would tell people, uh, especially people that were in sort of my situation is calories and, and they're real and they add up in ways you don't know. And, and, and it's not just the calories, it's where they're coming from, how much protein and all that. And then the last thing I would say, which is probably overarches all of this, is accountability. Mm. Accountability. Because for me, again, Dan, I was telling myself the last two, three years, I'm actually pretty good on calories. I, I don't have a big breakfast. I, I don't really snack too much. But I wasn't tracking it. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm only doing like 2,000 calories a day. But the reality was I was probably doing a lot more than that. So then I look, I say, Josh, how am I gaining weight? I'm actually walking a lot. I run now and again. Well, that's why I wasn't, I thought I was doing a good job, but I really wasn't because I wasn't tracking it and therefore I wasn't being accountable. I love it. So I would say those are the key things. And like with a lot of business people and successful entrepreneurs like yourself, you all, you have to look at some data and metrics. You you just do. And that is what's going to be. The proof's going to be in the pudding when you when you look at that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so funny to me how some entrepreneurs, or actually most entrepreneurs I talk to, uh, they will uh, look at their sales every single day. Uh, they will look at their conversions. They will look at their percentages every single day, and they're like, "I track it like a hawk." And then I always ask them, "Okay, when's the last time you like weighed yourself?" They're like, 
six months ago or something like that. I, I try yeah. to avoid the scale. And I'm just like, dude, like you, you, what you measure is what you manage, you know? So if you're trying to like avoid this and you're not going to manage it, then you're kind of like shooting yourself in the foot. So from what I'm getting from you, if I'm to summarize, number one is to get help. Uh, don't be your own auto mechanic. As I say, like, don't be the guy that does your own taxes. Don't be the guy that like is your own lawyer, <laughs> you know, especially when it comes to your body, like your body is actually more important, I would say, than you know, your finances and also kind of like the, the legal side of things. Not to say that, uh, you know, those things don't matter, but definitely get help. Don't be your own professional. Uh, the other one is water. Dude, water is so simple, man. Like, actually, I, I've been drinking like while, we, while we've been talking. It's just like, I actually find that the less water I drink, the more hungrier I get as a result. And maybe that's dehydration. Maybe it's because of like what water does to my fullness levels. But I mean, like if I don't drink enough water throughout the day and, and kind of like take it in, then I find myself just snacking incessantly, right? The other one is walking. Walking is so accessible. And then also people don't realize like when they do it outside, when they do it in the forest, when they do it in nature, when the sun's on you, it's like one of the most like stress mitigating things that you can ever do in your life. And it's so accessible. You basically put on your shoes and you just walk and you don't, and it actually helps with recovery too. It makes you like recover a lot faster. And the last one is accountability. Uh, you did actually tie in accountability to the numbers aspect as well, right? And like, you can't, you don't want to hold yourself accountable. I was actually having a conversation with uh, this guy, this author, uh, Sterling Hawkins, and he, he actually does accountability groups around pushing people to be uncomfortable, to do uncomfortable things. And you don't really, you can't really hold yourself accountable or actually you got to look at yourself, your, at yourself in the mirror and be like, Okay, well, how have I held myself accountable if you are looking at yourself in a very honest light? And, uh, you know, if your body is in a way that you don't necessarily like it to be, then you're obviously not really doing a good job of holding yourself accountable. And don't be afraid to ask for help in order to get that. One thing I will add in there, Bill, you haven't said it. I was hoping you were going to say this. It was strength training and lifting weights because I don't think you could have got near that physique if you weren't lifting weights as well oh at one 100 percent dan yeah. and and again i mean no that's exactly right i mean there there is no way there there's no way and again but but for me it, it's kind of funny i know that was like the the focus and a big focus of your program which was a huge benefit for me yeah. but but my mentality going in was not really so much focused on the way i was going to look but like fixing all the other stuff that was going to yeah. just improve my overall body. Well, looking good is a byproduct of all the other yeah. things that you did to your health. Okay. So, yeah. um, and, and by the way, you know, you yeah. mentioned this a, a week or so ago. I mean, you know, yeah, you shouldn't judge a book by the cover. Okay, fine. But the reality is that's life. I mean, people judge all the time yeah. and, um, yeah, it is what it is. And then now you're on the side of like people, uh, uh, people who are out of shape judging you for being like, oh, why are you getting your body in shape? What are you doing, man? You know, you're making this all look bad now. Uh, <laughs> that's OK. It's OK to be on that side, though. It's all good. Um, OK, now you've uh, you've lost uh, the weight. You're feeling good. You're feeling energetic. Uh, you're feeling yourself. You're feeling great. Uh, what are your principles to sustain these results? Uh or do you have any other like bigger overarching goals that you want to hit for yourself? I don't have any other bigger overarching girl goals. My plan is to basically try to continue the same kind of stuff I've been doing over the last 16 weeks. Yeah. 
And um, I think um, for me, a lot of it's the the eating aspect. So, you know, I'm probably going to keep using, you know, that, that, um, that app, uh, that free app that, that we have and, um, and really just stick doing with what I'm doing. I always dabble a little bit, Dan, with trying to get back into running. Yeah. But it seems like every time I do, I, I don't feel so great, you know, and I'm, even though now I'm in really good shape and my weight, you know, I have that much more weight to much less weight to move. But but so that I might I might try to tackle. But right now I really want to stay. I really want to maintain that. I want I want this. I want this to be the range that I'm in for the rest of my life. Right. I, I don't want to be a 200 pound guy ever again. Good. And now I used to think like I'm a 185 kind of guy. But now I realize, no, I could be more in this range i think it's totally doable if i stay I, I know it is and i will i will challenge you every single time i know it is for a fact um uh and and bill do you mind if i uh do you mind if i take this as an opportunity to kind of like uh you know do some coaching and kind of like point you in the right direction some people might actually Absolutely. benefit from this yeah. okay so um okay so i love what you said which is like maintaining the weight that that you're at right now which is like constantly measuring which is just like making sure that uh you are just measuring what you manage, uh, obviously keeping up the three strength training days and just getting stronger in those particular workouts. That's going to be super key. Keeping up with the walking, that's going to be super key. One thing I would say is, um, in regards to like the sustainability aspect of things, uh, number one, try to find the routine for yourself in regards to the way that you eat. So what I mean by that is like, uh, it's like eating at the same times, uh, whether it's like the weekday or weekend. The other thing I would say is uh, we didn't talk about sleep a lot, but but do uh, kind of like keep up the same sleep and wake cycles that you have right now. And do see if you can find like small little ways to, to actually optimize the sleep because the sleep is going to be a huge, huge domino from a longevity perspective and from like a weight loss perspective as well. Like the better your sleep is going to be, uh, the better that uh, everything kind of like falls in place. Now... Let me see. Like you also, uh, you also talked about like basically just basically like keeping your weight exactly where it is. One thing I would say with the cardio aspect of things, if it is possible for you, swimming is like so just low impact on your body. If you can find like a, a place where you can swim on a regular basis, uh, I find that swimming at least like maybe two to th- maybe two to three days it puts you into what we call like zone two cardio. And I actually, just posted this thread on my Twitter. It was actually done by Alexander Cortez. Uh, he already talks about zone two cardio and zone two cardio from a from a longevity perspective. It just increases your VO two max. It lowers your heart rate, your resting heart rate, and it's just great from a from a um, from a living longer standpoint. And also, the thing about it is, is that sometimes like when you run like. I'm kind of the same way after I run, I feel a little bit sore and I feel like a little bit like my, my, my body doesn't necessarily move as well if I do like a long run. So, so I, I love low impact activities. So swimming to swimming in that regard is the way for me. And I'll, obviously this uh, can be done with like intense walking as well. Um, but yeah, just make sure that you have a way to measure uh, your, your numbers. And I would actually get your blood work done as well, just to make sure that your numbers are from a, from an internal standpoint are looking good. Like you want your internal numbers and your external numbers, which are like your weight, your measurements and all that kind of stuff. Uh, making sure that you're still getting stronger inside of the workouts, still keeping up with those, 
uh, getting your walks in, optimizing your sleep, drinking your water. And then basically we're looking at about five things that you're just checking off on a regular basis that are just going to keep you exactly where you are. So, so yeah, the next step for, for what I would say, like for you would be the, what I would call like, not just maintenance, but uh, to actually use maybe like a few extra calories to you know keep your weight where it is and to use that to build muscle and uh and just make sure that you're sustaining the results that you got and setting a new baseline for where your body actually feels normal at okay so uh that being said uh is there anything that you would say to anyone uh, who's thinking about trying our program or thinking about starting up with us just, just do it. And the, the nice thing, Dan, honestly, about you and your team is uh, I think you were very authentic about caring about people, really caring about what they're doing. And it was never sort of a hard sales push or anything like that. But I think there's some genuine care, genuine love, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's, it's, I, I would just do it. Just, just invest and. You know, for me, I, you know, I've told you this before, Dan, you know, I'm a very frugal person and, you know, I never grew up with a lot of money and I, you know, I can afford a lot of stuff now, but I never spend money on myself. Mm. But I said, you know what, people, like you said before, you know, people spend money on a fancy car, a nice TV or fancy iPhone, iWatch, whatever, or, you know, steak dinners or whatever, you know, spend some money on yourself mm. or your life, you know, not today, not next week, but this is going to have a lifetime impact. So I would say just do it. And and Dan, just one thing on the weights. Yeah. I uh, when I started, I was looking at my stats this morning. You know, one of the exercises you guys have me is doing it was a Romanian deadlift. I never had any fucking idea what that was. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm like, all right. I started with 30 pounds. I did yesterday 70 70 pound oh, yeah. dumbbells in each hand. Double. That's so. Yeah, um, yeah it was awesome. So yeah, that's that's what I would say for people. Just get off the fence, invest in your life, and just do it. You're not you're not going to regret yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, from what I'm getting from you is also just like, hey, when you figure out this stuff for you, and when you actually get your body in shape, like you already you learned a skill. You're investing in this like thing that you can always like turn back to, and and that is what again, like I find that like just getting your body in shape is just like com- compound interest for health. And if you're willing to invest yourself or you should be willing to invest yourself when you do that, basically you're putting skin in the game. And then once you got skin in the game, then basically you're just, you're going to be following everything that uh, whoever is coaching you uh, is telling you to do. So definitely invest in yourself. Uh, I, I invest in accounts. I invest in coaches. I invest in lawyers. I invest in even uh, people to help me with my body. So, so always invest in yourself. You will never regret it. Uh, so Bill, I want to say, uh, say thank you for, uh, you know, going through the 16 weeks with us. We really appreciate it. And, and I also told you again, it stands, uh, you know, we're, we're friends and you have my number. So anytime that you need, you can always contact me. Any questions that you have, uh, definitely contact me. Uh, let's keep the conversation going between us. All right. Dan, I really appreciate that. I don't want to get too like sappy or emotional, but honestly, this has been effing awesome and i i i can't thank you guys enough i mean that in all sincerity i've and i've uh it's forced myself to own to own my body own my health and it's been awesome so we will definitely keep in touch absolutely thank you so much bill i appreciate it and thanks for coming on the podcast brother thank you 
you again for listening to the Dango Show. We have some amazing episodes coming your way, so make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. If you're already subscribed and today's episode hit home for you, please share this episode with someone that you know who'd benefit from listening. Take care and see you every week on your favorite podcast again. Thank you.